In this prayer experience, we will be praying with the Gospel of Luke, chapter 7, verses 24 to 30. And we'll be using the exercise, Praying with Your Senses. When the messengers of John the Baptist had left, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out to the desert to see? A reed, swayed by the wind? Then, what did you go out to see? Someone dressed in fine garments? Those who dress luxuriously and live sumptuously are found in royal places. Then, what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom Scripture says, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way before you. I tell you, among those born of women, no one is greater than John. Yet the least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. All the people who listened, including the tax collectors, who were baptized with the baptisms of John, acknowledged the righteousness of God. But the Pharisees and scholars of the law, who were not baptized by him, rejected the plan of God for themselves. As we come to these last days of Advent, I want you to use your senses and try to see and take this all in. And we'll go through today's scripture passages focusing on each one of your senses. We'll begin with see, then hear, then smell, then taste, and finally touch. So as I go through this scripture passage with you, we're going to begin with our sight. St. Ignatius teaches that not only do we have physical senses, but we also have spiritual senses. And so what that means is that we can see in a way that goes beyond the physical. We can see spiritually. We can hear beyond the physical. We can hear in a spiritual sense with all of our senses. We can not only experience them in life physically, but there's also a deeper spiritual dimension to it. And so that's what he's going to ask us to do now in what's called the application of the senses. And while we do this, we're just going to allow whatever sense we're experiencing to happen. And so if you're trying to see something, there may be a vision that comes to you. If you're trying to hear something, you may hear something audibly or a voice deep within you. If you're trying to, to smell something, there may be a smell that you don't even expect that comes out of this. Same thing with touch, same thing with tasting. All of these are on a spiritual level. And as we pray with the word of God, we're going to experience God in a spiritual way through our senses. And so we begin first with seeing. The very first line says that when messengers of John the Baptist had left, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. So I want you to try to see that. You're in a crowd, and there's numerous people that are leaving, John the Baptist's messengers. And Jesus begins to speak to the crowds 
about John. So I just want you to try to see this crowd. And if something doesn't come to mind immediately, maybe you can think of the last time that you were in a crowded place where there were hundreds or maybe even thousands of people gathered together. Maybe it was at a concert or some other event or another big social gathering. Try to see the crowd. And then use your imagination and your spiritual sense to look up close to people. If you can see any of their faces or any of their clothes, what are they wearing? And then Jesus asked them the question, what did you go out to the desert to see? A reed swayed by the wind? Then what did you go to see? And I would ask you that same question right now. What have you come to see? What are you looking for when you want to see Jesus? Because he describes what you won't see. He asks, what did you come to see? Someone dressed in fine garments? So take a moment and just try to imagine someone dressed in fine garments. Somebody very esteemed. He said somebody who lives luxuriously and sumptuously. Can you picture anybody like this in your life that you know? Found in a royal palace? Found in a mansion maybe? This could be celebrities. This could be rich people that you know. And then he asked them, what did you go out to see? A prophet? So he says, yes, I tell you more than a prophet. But if you're looking for a prophet and you're looking for it in fame or fortune or glamour, all those things that you have just seen, he says, I tell you, there is something more than a prophet here. This is the one about whom scripture says, behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way before you. And now I want you to try to see Jesus. And notice he's probably not dressed luxuriously. He probably doesn't have on fine garments. Rather, he's probably dressed very simply. Can you notice what he's wearing? And as you do, I would just like you to use your imagination and try to see what he looks like. Now I would like you to try to hear. Try to listen and hear any sounds that may come from the scene, any voice or word that God may speak to you. Just simply hear and it's in a spiritual sense, so again, you may use your imagination to enter into it. Something may come from your memories. You may hear something that you didn't expect to hear. As we enter into this passage, it begins with the crowds. So take a moment now and just to try to hear the sound of what it's like to be in a crowd. You probably hear voices. Maybe you hear people saying something or yelling something. Maybe you hear laughter. 
Maybe you see children playing. What are the sounds that you hear when you're in a crowd of people? And now I want you to try to hear Jesus's voice. He asks the question again, what did you go out to the desert to see? A reed swayed by the wind? Then what did you go out to see? Listen now as he says, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way before you. Can you hear his voice? Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way before you. Now we're going to apply the sense of smell. And the sense of smell and following this will be the sense of taste are probably the most difficult because they're not easily applied to the readings. However, we do have a spiritual sense of taste and of smell. What I mean by that is we can experience in the spiritual sense our taste and our smell with this passage. And it may come to you in unexpected ways. So again, a memory of a smell may come to you or hearing the words and the phrases or a scene depicted in the passage that may bring up a smell. So just be attentive to the sense of your smell as I go through the passage again. When the messengers of John the Baptist had left, So I I want to begin just with that, that when a group of people leaves, oftentimes the air shifts and there may be a different smell. And as he begins speaking to the crowd, I just want you to use your sense of smell now and imagine that you're in the crowd. And what are the things that you smell? Those may be things that you imagine were around at that time in the crowd. Those might be senses of smells that you have had recently in times of a crowd. What do you notice and smell in the midst of a crowd? It could be dust. It could be perfume. It could be odor of some of the people. If you were in a a crowd modern times. It might be the smell of cotton candy or elephant ears or whatever festival food you may have experienced. What are some of the smells that come to mind when you encounter a crowd? He says, I tell you, among those born of a woman, no one is greater than John, yet the least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. All the people who listened, including the tax collectors, who were baptized with the baptism of John, acknowledged the righteousness of God. And so as I mentioned tax collectors, you may smell the sounds of coins or money. And as I mentioned baptism, you may smell the sound of water. And Jesus speaks to the crowd and he says, what did you go out in the desert to see? A reed 
swayed by the wind? When's the last time you've been in nature and have seen a reed swaying in the wind? And what does it smell like to have that open air, the smell of the lake water that it may be in, the smell of all the foliage that's around you and the grass? Take a moment now just to notice your smell. The next spiritual sense is taste. Now this will probably be the most difficult. Again, because you're not actually tasting anything as you hear the word of God. But perhaps there may be some flavors or tastes that come into your spiritual sense of taste as we go through this reading. And one that would stand out for me is when he talks about those who dress luxuriously and live sumptuously and are found in royal palaces. Maybe for this part, you could try to taste that. Maybe the best food you've ever eaten at the best restaurant or the best wedding reception. Maybe it's your favorite drink. When you think of sumptuously, what kind of taste comes to mind? And he asked the question, what did you go out in the desert to see? A reed swayed by the wind? Can you taste the desert sand? Can you taste the dry air? Try to spend just a few moments getting in touch with your sense of taste. And then he says, even beyond that, I tell you, and more than a prophet, this is about whom scripture says, behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare a way before you. So spend some time in silence now and feel free to pause this as you pay attention to the sense of taste. And finally, the fifth sense is touch. Let's use our imagination and our spiritual sense of touch to imagine that we're in the crowd with the people. I want you just to feel what it's like to be in a crowd. Maybe you're a person that loves being in crowded places. You love people around you. You can feel people bumping into you and touching you and just being nearby you. Or maybe you're somebody that's uncomfortable with crowds and you're in the crowd and it's causing you anxiety or just... um feeling ill at ease surrounded by so many people. Regardless, I just want you to try to feel what it's like to be in the crowd, to have people bumping up against you. And now I want you to have that spiritual sense of touch when Jesus talks about a reed swaying in the wind. Can you feel the breeze kind of moving? And at the end again, he mentions baptism. All the people who listened, including the tax collectors who were baptized with the baptism of John, acknowledged the righteousness of God. I want you now to re-experience your baptism. You were probably a child and may not remember that experience, or maybe you were older in the faith and came into our faith as an adult. But try to imagine the feeling of baptism to have water being poured over you, 
and the Holy Spirit come upon you and being washed away of your sins. And I want you to feel too what it's like now that Jesus is saying, behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way before you. Spend the final time of this period of prayer and meditating on these different senses of seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, and touching. And then journal your experience.